0: It's Christmas at Mac Folklore Radio. Macworld Magazine, December 1993. The Desktop Critic, by David Pogue. The Desktop Christmas 1993. Cheap and cheery things to put under the Apple tree. What is with everybody lately? You can't pick up a newspaper without reading about the gloom and doom at Apple Computer. Columnists are ranting about the death of the Macintosh. Apple's stock price keeps having system crashes. I haven't heard such paranoiac hysteria since the original Macintosh model. Remember that one? The toy? The one that would never last? Hit the streets. Anyway, I am certainly sympathetic to those affected by the great Mac depression of 1993. To those laid-off Apple employees, to the columnists who write about them, and to the Mac fans everywhere who are alarmed by all the alarmism. Thus, in an effort to inject a little cheer into this gloomy season, I offer my 4th Annual Holiday Gift Ideas for the MacNuts in your life. As always, the rules are simple. Nothing over $50, and nothing buggy, cheesy, or predictable. Apple Golf Ensemble Apple. It's not just for computers anymore. Perhaps in an effort to reassure its jittery stockholders, Apple now sells such circuitry free equipment as wristwatches, felt tip pens, and director's chairs. And golf gear. Don't ask. I can't explain it, but there it is in the Apple catalog, nestled between the LaserWriter Select and the Apple II SuperDrive controller card. The Apple logo golf balls are $30 per dozen. The $35 Apple Golf Umbrella according to the catalog, protects an entire foursome from unexpected showers. It's 58 inches across, nylon and fiberglass. The umbrella, I mean, not the catalog. Of course, your favorite Mac slash golf lover will also go for an Apple golf shirt. Pure cotton with shoulders, quote, reinforced with double needle tailoring. Black or white, $30. And to top off your gift, Top off its lucky recipient with an Apple golf cap. Quote, nylon and plastic? Never! Our cotton poplin cap is designed for comfortable sun protection. With its genuine leather band and solid brass buckle, this $11 item could be the best value from Apple since the PowerBook 145. APS PowerBook Ensemble APS Technologies makes two stunningly useful stocking stuffers for your favorite PowerBook owner. First, complying with the industry trend of ditching Apple's monochromatic palette of gray paint shades for more colorful alternatives, see screenies below, there are the APS PowerBalls. These DayGlow trackballs replace the soot-colored one that comes with each PowerBook. $10 a piece in neon orange, shocking yellow, Violent Green, and Obscene Pink, specify PowerBook model. For the best present unwrapping reactions, give the full $20 four-color set. But failing to mention that these are not, in fact, gumballs, could have unpleasant results. But the PowerBalls can fill up only four toes of the stocking. If you want to fill the big toe slot with something useful, consider this. A PowerBook's scuzzy jack is an odd-looking square matrix not the wide rectangular 25-pin jobber we're used to. Apple would be delighted to sell you a $40 converter cable so that you can, in fact, plug a SCSI device into the jack. APS's SCSI Boy, however, is a simple plug that performs the same feat with less clutter and expenditure, $30. And for $50, you can get the less funnily named, but doubly useful, Scuzzy Dock, an identical-looking plug that with the flip of a switch, becomes an adapter for use with SCSI Disc Mode, where the PowerBook itself becomes an external hard drive for another Mac, thus saving you from having to purchase yet another, different, $40 Apple cable. Screenies If you could meet the people I teach about the Macintosh, you'd understand why the Cupertino corporate doldrums are irrelevant. These are people who have never used a computer before. In fact, they're not particularly crazy about even having one. But they tolerate the Mac because it's far less intimidating and machine-like than any other computer. Mention QuickTime, Virtual Memory, or even RAM, and they cover their ears and start singing Tomorrow at the top of their lungs. What they want to know is how to get double-spaced text, or print an envelope, or find a chapter they typed last week. These people want to make the computer as uncomputer-like as possible. To that end, Rusty Schwartz offers a unique twist on masking nerdiness, interior decoration for your monitor. Not wallpaper, really, but a Velcro-backed cardboard frame that covers up the boring gray bezel with a lush, colorful painting. Available from CompUSA, Egghead, Mac Warehouse, and Hallmark, $12 each. Macintosh SE size, $10. Whatever is on your screen is still visible, of course, through the cutout center on the frame. On the other hand, I've got a couple of students who would probably prefer one that doesn't have the center cut out. There are 51 different designs. Many resemble, as I said, wallpaper. Tropical, patterned, floral, whatever. Others make your Mac look like some more comforting American knick-knack. A giant red Etch-A-Sketch frame a 1950s-style TV set, an ornate theatrical rococo frame showing cupids and fleur-de-lis. As a jaded pragmatist from New York, my personal favorite is the one made of write-on, wipe-off material. I scrawl phone numbers and other notes on it during the day, giving, I wrote it on my computer, a whole new meaning. The Macintosh Reader great book, interviews, secrets, insider Apple stories, little essays, 54 of them, funny, alarming, surprising, sometimes maddening, interesting, always, what went wrong? With Steve Jobs. Scully vowing never, ever to license the Mac operating system. An Apple head programmer's 1984 interview. Future of the Mac. Kawasaki. Allsop. Bunnell. Shapiro. Tognizini. Famous folks with something to say. Style? Yes. Too much. Short sentences. Almost obnoxious. Doug Clapp wants to be Hemingway, I guess. Dashes. And ellipses. And very short sentences. And lots of italics. The hand of one clap sounding. Still, he didn't write all 450 pages, only the intros, and a few of the essays. Otherwise, juicy stuff. Random House Electronic Publishing. $25. Copy Doubler 2.0.1 I'm ordinarily leery of giving a piece of software as a gift. I mean, someone unwraps 16 layers of paper and cardboard, and at the center is a floppy disk? The joy is somehow not as visceral as when, nested in the mounds of ripped-off wrappings, lies, say, a camcorder or a BMW. Still, CopyDoubler, 5th Generation Systems, $60, will bring joy to any System 7-savvy Macintosh user and it's a bliss that renews itself every time your recipient tries to copy something or empty the trash. Beautifully, simply, and quietly, CopyDoubler intercedes, taking over these interminable tasks from the finder and doing them at least twice as quickly. One more point, it's easy to set up copy Doubler to copy specific folders to a certain location, either at the touch of a key or at shutdown. This is news. It means that you never again have to think about backing up. Each day when you choose Shutdown, CopyDoubler backs up whatever folders contain your documents quickly and automatically and then dutifully turns off the computer. Icon Gallery Can you figure out what's missing from these instructions for replacing an icon in System 7? 1. Copy a graphic to the clipboard. 2. Highlight an icon. 3. Choose Get Info from the File menu. 4. Click on the existing icon and paste. What's missing, naturally, comes before you even start how you're supposed to create the replacement icon to begin with. We are not all, alas, Norman Rockwell. Many of us aren't even Jackson Pollock. Even icon editing programs are useless if you're talent free. Enter the simple, sweet, serendipitous concept of Icon Gallery, Component Software Industries, about $35 by mail order. It's 850 professionally painted color icons. People, appliances, logos, plants, design, disc upon disc of them. They're enfolded by category, almost universally usable and unbelievably tempting. Within 30 seconds, you can make your landscape of files and folders more personal, more colorful, and funnier. Techie note. Each icon in this collection is actually a ResEdit resource file containing the large, small, color, and and black-and-white versions of that icon. If you're handy with ResEdit, therefore, you can slap these icons even on System 6 files or install them permanently in your own files instead of using the GetInfo method. America Online Starter Kit For the fourth consecutive year, I've prodded America Online to develop a gift certificate good for using its dial-up modem wonderland. Such a certificate would make a perfect gift. They're still saying, good idea, we'll look into it. In the meantime, if you're a Santa on a budget, call them and ask for a free America Online Starter Kit. It comes with 10 free hours of dial-up time. More than enough time to get your recipient hopelessly addicted. Newton Message Pad. Now don't get huffy that I'm breaking my self imposed $50 price barrier on this one. The list price for Apple's remarkable palm top, keyboardless, handwriting recognizing, note taking, quick faxing, phone dialing, day scheduling, etch a sketch descended snazzy corporate show off computer is more like $700. If the price bothers you, Look at it this way. Give somebody a message pad, and you're covered, gift-wise, for the next 14 years. And if you give a loved one a newton, you'll also be covered kiss-wise. One guy's opinion? This is a fantastic machine. Yes, okay, fine, be that way. It takes three days before you and it reach a handwriting understanding. There, I've said it. But oh, what a world opens then. You're checking your answering machine for messages. As you jot down the phone numbers on your message pad, you're actually entering them into your phone dialer for future use. Or you're drifting to sleep, and you get an idea for tomorrow's presentation. Scroll it on the message pad and go back to sleep. Or you write the dinner tab on the message pad's conversion screen, and you instantly know what the tip should be. And so on. Advice-wise, here's my offering. The way to a Mac or gadget freak's heart is with a message pad. The upshot. day trackballs, handheld computers, jumbo golf umbrellas. You know what? I find it impossible to buy into the Mac is Dead school. Not for an instant. I think this must just be a slow news year. I'm no MBA, but I can't see how any company that makes a machine this great couldn't come back from a slump. Stockholders schmackholders, my computer plays movies and talks.